Hey everyone, welcome to The Flip Side with your hosts Chris and Sean. We're a podcast rambling about the interesting questions in the world of movement. Welcome to The Flip Side Podcast. Um, as requested, we have a work tutorial to go over with you guys today. Um, this is a video that I made a while back um, to prove that my methods worked. Um, so I feel like when you coach a lot of times, you share information with your students in a way that requires um, some predetermined knowledge. So you'll say like, oh, you need to swing your leg and your arms at the same time. And they don't know what that means. And they don't know why. But the, yeah, the knowledge I agree that you is like, oh, well, the reason you swing them at the same time is because you it allows you to throw your weight into the air so that when you jump, you're lighter. Or like, oh, it could, if you throw your arms in your leg, it allows you to throw your hip higher because those are on the opposite sides of your hip. So really, it's the hip that you want to get up. Like th- that kind of information is stuff that we need to share with students. And so I just was like trying to get an understanding of my techniques better so that I could coach better. And so what I did is I applied what I knew about a core to my dark side. And I wanted to see how quickly I could learn a dark side cork, a dark side B2S, and a dark side full um, with the techniques that I had. But luckily I had the hyperbolic time chamber here, so I'm very squishy, Matt. Um, And I have never done any dark side twisting before, so this was a super fun experiment. And I actually learned all three of them, I think within eight minutes, I think is is what that took. Wow, that's crazy. So yeah, let's uh, just, we're gonna go over this, uh, do a little breakdown here, uh, better understanding. I kind of talk, I don't talk in the video, but I have like little pop-up things. Um, so yeah, hopefully that uh, will help make sense of what's going on and we'll be able yeah. to pause it, whatever, so. Yes. There we go. So yeah, you can see how squishy that floor is. Um, yeah, yeah sure. there is a lot of give to that. What, what is your first takeaway as you're seeing me just hug myself in these gators? It looks like me trying to do it. <laughs> um, I could definitely see the understanding of like how it feels to actually raise your leg and let it go above that horizontal plane. Because understanding your flipping axis is kind of tricky at first. Like twisting both ways isn't hard when you're vertical. At least like straight up and down vertical, like feet towards the ground. It's very easy to understand. At least it should be. In right. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing there. I did a yes. vertical B twist to be like, so my biggest issue that was going on was that I was trying to figure out how to go from inverted and continue to drop my right hip and my right side. So like basically when I'm coming out of the gainer, I can do a gainer just fine and do it perfectly upside down because I'm still in comfortable, uh, comfortable zone because yeah. I, I swing my right leg and I go completely upside down. But when I swing my left leg, I'll still go completely upside down. So now there's not really a change. But when I go yeah. to start doing a twist, it's really unnatural for me to land left leg first and have my right leg naturally fall behind me. It still wants to land the same spot as my left. Like it wanna land even and not splayed. And so basically yeah. what I'm doing here is I'm just running through these tricks, trying to get my leg to naturally fall behind me. And I'm trying to get my eyes to turn. So like I purposely landed flat on my back. I'm just like, I yeah. wanted to just like see, I'm just looking around in these zones and like, you know, like, and you can even see here, like, look at this one, my arm as I'm coming out of, 
Hey, if you enjoy our content and you want to show some support, make sure you follow us on Spotify and Instagram. Our Instagram tag is the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast. Just make sure to go on there. Just shout out like old episodes that you liked, anything about the new episodes. You can comment on any of them. We would really appreciate it. And if you do end up wanting to go a step further, just become a supporter. All you have to do is follow the link in the description in any of our episodes that we've published. And you can also go under the about section in our Spotify homepage. You can do as little as 99 cents a month. Any amount that you guys support us is going to help us build a better podcast and help build better trickers around the world. Oh, cool. So check out my arm right here. So I swing, I swing my left side. And then you can see my arms are dropped in front of me. Yeah. Instead of instead of following along with what I'm trying to do. So basically what I'm doing is I'm jumping between doing the gainer and the B kick because they're essentially the same thing. You know, yeah, I'm just trying to are. get the same foot down and I'm trying to get my opposite hip to continue rotating the way that I want naturally. Not twisting, just naturally falling that way. And there I'm just like doing like really crappy vertical type twisting. So at this point I want to hear like what a coach's you know perspective what would you if you saw me doing this would you think that i'm on the right path if you saw that me just (laughs) crash into the wall i mean i i would see that you are willing to at least like play with your zones and which means you're at least comfortable enough to crash because sometimes that's the biggest hurdle is actually getting over that fear of like crashing the first time or a couple times because it's just scary and you don't want to get hurt like i've definitely said that before but um i could see that you're gymnastics though right yeah we had to teach you guys like well use that it's okay to just send it sometimes yes because i i'm not that way yeah so i mean because it's safe it's fine just to kind of huck and figure out so i mean the biggest thing i would look at is that it just doesn't look fluid so i'd figure out ways to make it feel more fluid so like if you were doing B twist, I would work on just like doing that swing and just like going over a barrel and just like having the barrel standing up and just doing like a side roll or a side semi over the barrel and just like figuring out to be comfortable on that axis. And then like doing gainer and doing the twist that way, it would be more making it a fluid gainer because like when you did that attempt on your dark side gainer, it was very tucked which doesn't translate well to doing the twist so it's like yes you did it but when i would be like okay if we want to add a twist it has to look in a semblance of a certain way because you it's really hard to cork that at least in my opinion so i mean i would say like you're on the right steps Okay. I mean, really, yeah, I like it's the use of the figuring block. out to be more I, fluid. I like the use of the block a lot. That's actually how I teach B-twist, but I've never even thought about teaching cork that way. So that's a really good point, um, but it's super possible. It's the exact same thing. So this is actually every single attempt that I did. Like, this is everything. So now that when works. I started doing... <laughs> so I started working on illusion twist because I was thinking that if I can figure out how to basically activate hmm. my hip in that zone because my yeah. hip is exactly what you're saying you're tucking and when you tuck nothing's happening you're just yeah and so what i'm doing is i'm basically using a kick to initiate my twist if i can get myself to do a b kick a b twist shuriken then i'm driving that kick to the floor which is the yeah. same you know idea as if you're going to eagle 
or do any um, i need to open my hips i need to be relaxed so if i can focus on one point instead of all these things going on at once like when i'm working dark side i'm like i need to jump i need to open my hips i need my arms out then pull in i need to invert i need to be looking over my right shoulder it's all the opposites and as soon as i fall into like the rhythm my body starts doing the other side so like there will be points in here where i'll be like okay activate your twist and i will start to twist to the right and then i will see the ground and i'll open on my left side assuming that i'm reaching the floor with my left side because that's yeah. what so it looks really odd some of those crashes are pretty <laughs> funny but this is what i'm doing is we're trying to create this habit of bring my right leg to the floor yeah because that's the hard part at the beginning is landing on that opposite side is very awkward because you're just straight up not used to it from that angle right and so now i'm realizing my lean is wrong like i can't hold out my chamber very well so i threw those just to like teach myself yeah like yeah because you can't hold the chamber because you're leaning forward since your shoulders are forward and your center of gravity and center of mass is falling forward you can't you can't feasibly hold that it's not going to be a thing exactly oh that was pretty good though yeah so so you can see that takeoff and that left leg actually even though it's not quite as good as the other side, but you can see the left. Um, yeah, now I can hear you. Um, so yeah, you said it's not as good as the other side, but yeah, so it's not quite as clean as the other side that you normally do but you can see the left leg actually coming up and pushing yeah. which starts to help with that initiation and then the right leg doing the work that it's supposed to like you said really try to feel that twist in it all over because you can see here that left leg comes up it doesn't quite go as like your normal side but that right leg very much does push and pull the way that it's actually meant to do for a b twist like it is really clean surprising right. that's actually what side. i kept telling myself too i was like why are you trying to do a B twist and your B kick is trash? And that's why I started with the gainer too, because I was like, I just need my gainer to be floaty. And I need my hips to be open so that when I decide to make it a cork or when I decide to twist this B kick, then I need to have the space to do that. I can't just have, you know, I can't, B twist can't be the base trick. And so yeah. that's what I was trying to do is like, I was working the B kicks, getting my hip to turn over because you need to twist during the B kick axis, not during whatever axis you decide B twist is on, which is what actually someone literally just texted me before we started this um, about help with their B twist. And that's exactly what they're doing. They weren't setting a B kick, super simple. So they're actually coming to the open gym that I'm going to tonight. They asked me for some help. All I'm literally gonna do is I'm gonna have a new B kick. I'm gonna lift their foot up and be like, okay, now do this. twist. <laughs> they have to do it from having their foot up in the air. And I'm sure it will work fine. They're, they're, they have good twists. They just need to have it on the right axis. That's really all it is. So, yeah, because like the first thing that I did learning B twist, and you actually did the same thing. I was I was trying to figure it out how it felt in my head. Yeah. You just let it tur naturally turn over sideways, and I was like, oh, if I jump and I go through the B kick motion and I actually just lift up the leg and do everything, and I naturally get to my back, it shouldn't be as complicated as I'm making it to just do a 180 turn. Right. Because if you take off, you're pretty much going to get to your back. Like that's gonna happen. So yes. you really just got to focus on how hard you're pulling and when you're pulling, and it should just naturally go over like what just happened. It went from those first couple attempts where you were playing with the playing with the X plane, 
Um, I think it was near the beginning where you just kind of like dumped it over on the side. Yeah, even doing something like that, it's just feeling that twisting and starting to invert. Yes, just like that. Because that, that one, I would bet what went through your head was just, okay, let it take off like I'm going to my back and then pull a little bit harder and just yeah. see what happens. Exactly. That's and I, that's, that's a really, really good point. It just like, you can easily get to your back. So why are you trying to think of a whole 360 twist? Instead, just get to the point because people fight it so much or they try to initiate so much there's not that much that goes into it it's it's the no. fact that you fight the position that naturally will come to you so find the position yeah. on the floor find the position on immediate takeoff and then really don't do too much <laughs> do no. as little as you can and it should fall into the space that you're trying to get it to fall into um and then over time obviously you add the muscle in for efficiency purposes I mean, you're not you can't add the muscle in if you don't know where it goes so that's really that's true what this is about is me trying to put the muscle in the right spots until eventually i figure out where it goes and then it Ooh, goes. that one was better yeah yes. so this now i'm just trying to get that float i'm trying to figure out how to get my steps i realized that because the floor is so squishy too i need to jump up and down not so much of a block um yeah that gainer so that's just like a little bit of a learning curve for the surface but you can see while doing those gainers that you just threw it looked like you were thinking more about the takeoff and really trying to like get that left leg more over your head and letting it actually rotate because that's going to be the next progression for cork because once you get b twist now you know that axis and how to kind of play on it a little bit now it's just doing the same thing but through the cork but if your cork doesn't feel floaty enough it's very hard to just like force the twist to happen because even there like you're tucking too much yeah and not quite getting that leg around because you can see as it swung up it it didn't swing with you it swung away and then pulled in yeah check it out this is the uh this is the one oh shit. that's the one that i actually reached towards the floor the left side i think it's the one after this yep it's like you can see my oh, yeah because like you can see it yeah mm -hmm. like i'm almost doing a whack knife like, I'm like whoa <laughs> like why did i do that because i was just looking for the floor and i looked over my left shoulder instead of my right yeah, then the next one you look over, it, the leg swung with you, yeah. and even though it was still like, so that's the thing, it was kind of that happy medium between like a, a good B twist and a, like a, an okay cork, because that's where it was, like that's that, that was the position for it. It pulled in, it was tucky, yes, but it's just finishing the flip, the twist was on the right time, I mean it was good, it was just focusing more on the takeoff and letting it actually kick up and launch into the air before you start to initiate the twist because the B twist pretty much starts the twist off the ground where yeah. the cork does not. And it, I get what you're saying about the tuck, but for me, tucking my legs like that, it made me do less. And I don't know if that's because I do kicks and things like that, but when, so yeah. when I do the cork, if my legs were straight, they would be like, okay, now what? They'd be looking for something to do. So to give yeah. my legs something to occupy their mind, I was like, just tuck and then nothing, like didn't do nothing. Basically just retain yeah. some sort of body position, but you know, it's also a cork, it's off axis. And if my knees are, if, if my legs are tucked, then I also have more space to land. If I have straight legs, then the chances of getting my legs squeezed in, because obviously this is like an efficiency. This is efficiency. Yeah. I'm just trying to get it done and then fix it from there. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's not efficient when it comes down to proper technique. But yeah, because like- Efficient for learning that initially. Yeah, so like if I was coming from an initial standpoint of like 
this is the person like first time learning it like i would say that's a really good step to be at because that's huge because like even if they're tucking it that hard i'm gonna assume they're probably not gonna be jumping as high but it's the fact that they're actually really truly like getting it over and it's clean enough where you can start to play around with how hard they're pushing when they're pushing how tight their twist is and potentially straightening out the leg because as long as they're not doing the habit that you had before i mean granted this is your dark side so usually this shouldn't happen but kicking away and then pulling in right but as long I mean, as they're not doing that, that is the same if someone doesn't have a habit then their other response is just going to be open my habit is yes, reaching, is but 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 if you have no habit it's just open <laughs> you know what yeah because I mean? it's it's a fear response partially for them where it's like this is also for me too yeah yeah so it's a fear response of like this is comfortable why am i going against that it's like well sometimes i have to but you yeah. know you know and what it is i do i do really like highly suggest with all tricks land it as soon as you can regardless of how crappy it is and then learn from there because in, at least for tricky, it, I think it is different in gymnastics because of all the drills and because of the because of the expectation of the end result of the trick. Versus in tricking, you are forced to constantly change the trick depending on the previous and the following trick and the intention with the existing trick. So because of all of the constant changes, learning it one way and changing it over time is just part of the journey. Um, yeah. So that's why I suggest landing the trick as soon as you can first then change it from there because it also will really lower the chances of getting injured um once you no, start that's landing true. your trick and having these safe bail points instead of landing like right on your back or on your hips like i'm doing in this luckily i'm in a safe place but if i wasn't i mean this would be detrimental to my health regardless of yeah. five minutes or not if i'm in a gym even on a swim floor and i'm crashing like that i am not going to be walking right next day <laughs> no, these are, these are accident type falls <laughs> yeah so, I mean, that's a big thing. Like, even in gymnastics, I've I've slowly adopted more of how you put it as kind of like chuck it the first time. Because the first time's not going to be perfect most of the time. Like, 99% of the time, you go for that skill the first time, it's going to suck. <laughs> like, it just is. Like, you can't expect perfection right from the get-go. That's not feasibly how that's ever going to work. So, I mean... As long as you're safe doing it, like, go for it. So, this progression, you're trying to start to doing it out of cart? Yeah, so cart full. Cart full is my, okay. next, is my next progression. Awesome. We did our cart episode, I'm not going to tell you. That's kind of bad. Yes. But and me. actually, no, so this that's actually what's funny. That is my fix. So, my, so because I have the B-Twist and the torque now, my, it's actually my cartwheel that's the worst. So, I just was like, oh, I have the twist. <laughs> The twist made sense in my head, so I just sent it, and then I go, okay, okay, yeah. But... So I, so this is actually something else that's really interesting. Um, the cork, if you, let's go back and watch it. Um, hmm. The reason that I land, I don't land these previous ones because I'm actually on a side axis. Like I am parallel yeah. with the floor, which is what you want. But I realized that if I inverted it more, it actually did a gainer with a twist. So I'm twisting on the axis I created, then it, it was better. That, and that's what I yeah. did different. So that's why I applied that here. So I did the cart full, it's too vertical because what did I do? I tried to just do a cart full, okay? And then I took a step back and I said, okay, let's do a cart pop flash, okay? And then twist on that axis. And yeah, so that's what true. I did. And then 
So I was like, okay, that's closer. And I was like, and it's B twisty. So let's fix the cart because it's trash. Yeah, because that's the thing with doing the cart full. It truly needs to be like inverted for it to be like cart full. Because then if it's too much like a gainer, because I feel like cork is kind of that in between place between B twist and back full. Truly, unless it's like a near perfect cork, in my opinion. So you're saying you're saying that cork is between the two? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm glad we're still there. I was like, unless I'm wrong, but I'm no, pretty I, sure. So B no, twist. I think, I think you're right oh. because yeah, it, like the cork goes backwards. It's like a backflip with a twist, but it also swings up like a B twist does. And it actually, I mean, I've said this before, it evolved from a B twist. So a a, a cork used to be a swing turn B twist. Um, yeah, that you so I mean, did not flat spin on. That's the original cork. Um, it just evolved into this so that we can do triples. <laughs> it's really figuring out then a lot of these play off of each other then because if you get B twist, cork gets a little easier to understand because cork, like you've just said, and we've said multiple times, cork and B twist are pretty much just literally the same thing. It's a slightly different axis. The biggest difference I think between doing that and full though, at least like a true full because it's a pop is a true backflip instead of like a half backflip in a way i see what you're saying like take it off backwards yeah because like a lot of ways that i've seen people that do tumbling like in cheer and some other things they will learn back full like a standing back full which is still like a not an easy thing to do but they'll learn it more like they're doing a cork which is really weird to me because it's from stand and I'm like, okay, well that's, it's technically a full. Yeah. But they're, they almost do it. Like they're doing this like weird mix of like B twist cork on it, like from two feet. And I was like, well, if you do like a back full, like a pop full in tricking though, it shouldn't look that way because it should be more inverted, which I've seen like good standing back fulls, like really good ones. And they are, they do go here when they twist. Yeah. And that's like if the biggest add, difference to understand. But if you add twist, then you do get the you do yeah. You slowly so start like, to come off. We've talked about that before. Like if you're doing a quad, um, then you're gonna start to fall onto that sideways axis, right? Yeah. Even if you're coming out of round off. So I think that the same theory applies. Like if you're doing it from standing, because you're lacking power, you're gonna start to do that sooner. And I think that if someone's yeah. doing it with a full, it means that they're maxing out their potential sooner. Potentially, because like. I've seen people do standing dub and it still be pretty vertical. It, I, I guess it just too. depends on the person. Yes. And also like that maybe that person's strengths too. Maybe they yeah. don't have the muscles to throw it directly upside down. I yeah. know I don't. I I know it's hard. I can do a standing fold directly upside down, but it is the exact same level of difficulty it is if I do it over the side. Yeah, I've I've only ever thrown a standing full a couple of times and it was definitely not on the floor. Because I was like, there is no way on God's green earth I'm going to try that. Because I am not strong enough. But the biggest thing to understand with doing these progressions of like doing cork and like a really true cork progression is really, I feel like getting B-twist and understanding how your gainer should feel. It's less twist. I mean, as simple as that, it's less twist. And on top of that, you're a lot lower to the floor. Which means yeah, so it's a lot safer. Time, yeah, it's safer. And the amount of time you have 
from the ground to your peak is also less. So you get, I think your feedback moves a lot better. Um, like there's less going on and you get a quicker response time. You are way more aware of your surroundings because you're also kind of moving forwards in a sense. Yeah, Versus you are. If, yeah, if you're going, if you're going backwards in a gainer, there's a lot more blind, a lot more blindness going on. And then yeah, um, I've seen people progress from B twist to cart full very fast. I just tell them to do a cartwheel and then do a B twist and then basically do the car flash and then combine it. It just becomes a it just becomes a cork. Yeah, just mush them together. And then from there you can cork. But cork is my strong suit. I don't really do fulls yeah. and I don't really do B twist that much. And so no. So yeah, cork is my strong suit. That's why I started with the cork. But it's really funny how you watched me have, I started with the cork, I had to learn the B twist first, then I tried to go back to it, couldn't do it. And so I backed up into the backside nine. So it's like, it's funny because backside yeah. nine wasn't even on the list, but it's something I had to learn in order to get these, which yeah. is great. I mean, it's, it's great because it, it also shows how related all three tricks are. Um, yeah, which is kind of still crazy because like so many of your guys' skills are just like are kind of different different versions of themselves it's just different acts are. different where they're going yeah. which is weird um so i mean for the progression what would you say is probably feeling like the hardest part because i feel like that's just doing the second half of the twist because like if i was gonna go not having a really bad or i shouldn't say really bad gainer i can land a gainer and I can at least like vertically jump and do a full. I I wouldn't say that doing the first half of the twist is hard. Because it's actually pretty easy. Doing a back half or like a front half, way simpler than I think it's given credit for in some aspects. So like if you swung and did a gainer half and just like landed on like on a soft map potentially or like out on the grass and you just focus on getting your feet down first it makes it automatically less scary. And then you're just like, okay, from here, all I need to do is just feel the twist. Like, and that's until like, you you can't be twist, like you can't figure it out, or you, you don't want to do it that way, and you can't do a pop fill or something. Like, doing it from bare bones, I have a gainer, and that's it. And like, you, you don't kick very well, you may be able to cheat nine. So like, I feel like that would be a good understanding of how easy it is to get there. It's just being comfortable playing with different variations. Because, like, doing your nine helps you understand the carry through and the twist and landing on that one leg and all that kind of stuff and the hip engagement. And just doing a back half, like a gainer half, and just being okay taking the fall and not expecting you to get to your feet. So almost like doing an Arabian. Right. And then and just playing with it. It's really interesting. I mean, I would take a different route with everybody. And the route that I took here is really interesting because I just tried to land it as quick as I could. But if yeah. I was actually learning tricking from scratch on my dark side, this is probably not how I would do it because the thing is learning it this way is great, but it's only great if you're gonna rep it out. Um, so like I landed each one of these tricks one time and then I was like, all right, good. I just wanted to see if I could get yep. there. And then I proved that I could get there just by simple like, aspects of the trick which would be yeah. like slowly learning how to turn the hip and then learning how to spot it and then learning how to go from open arms to closed arms and the timing of it and from there i was like okay now i have a much better understanding of how to add twist to skills which is simply do the base skill add the twist don't change the axis that you're on and that's really the 
the expectation. So, but if I was learning it from scratch, I would be doing a lot more uh, gainer variations. And uh, the example you gave, the chi nine to the cork, I would just teach them swing nine, and then I would teach them gainer, and then I would be like, do a gainer, and then like basically do a swing nine, but don't kick. So like learning how to do the swing nine without a kick, because once you kick, then you're hmm. basically putting your hips in a lot of danger. So yeah, <laughs> it's, no, that's true. Yeah, so it's just it's good to like. Hmm use the existing tricks you have to build up and the more tricks that you use to add to your arsenal to help you with a trick then the more it will stay um oh yeah there's, there's no chance that i can like really arabian on my dark side without like a lot of reps um but that is one way that i do teach people um usually i'll do like i'll go from side flip over a barrel to b twist over a barrel to working on cork on the trampoline and like getting the cork to land on the back like a d-leg um, yeah. pulling it over. That's usually how I teach it. And it works pretty well, but like, that's not going to stick and it's not going to work well unless you get that beat twist illusion. So like that beat twist illusion is really what I think, like push the rest of it to work. If I didn't do that beat twist illusion, I would not understand my right hip engagement to turn it over. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, it's all, it's all basics. And the more tricks you apply into the existing trick, the more it's going to stick, the more understanding. And that's why variations are so important. You know, yeah. how do you get a dub? By learning cork variations, whether it's yep. a swipe, D-leg, round, whatever it is. And the same thing as for the single. Um, there's half-twisting skills that have variations. So. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's a big thing that was underutilized for a long time. It's like half-twisting things, which I've seen a lot more recently. Oh, yeah. Which big is time. weird. Because I've thought, I've thought about it ever since I knew you. I was like, no one does anything into like a half-twist or like a front swing that often like why does everybody avoid this it's and so it's much awkward. harder it's so much harder um that that triculum that we just posted on on the flip side podcast you notice that all the forward moving skills all the front swing type skills they're they're pretty deep in there honestly yeah. because i just maybe that's going to change over time that is something that was crossing my mind as i was writing it it's just like maybe aerial front swing is going to become a beginner skill like it's really not that difficult it's just a matter of like what progression do you want to take and what progression is going to help you in the long run is really how i built that and i think that that's the same concept as this is like what parts are going to help you then apply it so i think anyway the the most difficult part of this is really just like being patient and then understanding the issues so like you need the knowledge base to be like, this is why it's not working. And then you need body control to say, this is how I fix that. And basically learning all those prerequisites teaches you those things. So yeah, it does. To the skill you're it's really yeah. the ultimate. That's busted. No, that's true. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the winner's guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have one more. Because this is one thing I did in prep for doing B-twist um i did it on a tumble track just because we don't have a full-size trampoline at the gym so i i would take off like i'm going into a b kick and turn it over like a d leg onto my back and then do that bounce over like quarter half turn thing to my feet so i could understand in my head and how to reorient the twist especially for me because i'm used to twisting here so twisting here at all was just really odd because that's just not supposed to happen in my head. 
right like understanding the orientation like where i need to be looking in the spot points that's the scary part really <laughs> beneficial and they're like oh over there <laughs> yeah no, i like to look where i'm gonna land i don't like to look other ways yeah. <laughs> that's what i was taught so learning to not have my eyes catch something like when i'm turning upside down and just letting it letting the information just kind of go by like still keeping your eyes open because you should um but not trying to like focus on taking in all of that information at the time because you don't want to focus on a spot point that's going to throw off your orientation in your head so that's like if you people when they do backflips i constantly say yeah hey, don't like, look why am i landing so low like because you're staring no staring you can look you can watch but no staring you just yeah. let it let it pass yep. don't don't do anything to change what's happening no because like the biggest thing that i did was i had my spot point where i stared at the floor when i started the b twist which is pretty much just the initial just like step and lean yeah. but then after i went i didn't look at anything and i just tried to look for the floor as quickly as possible with the twist without like jerking my head to the side because right. i can also throw things off because you're kind of going to go by where you feel your head is not just your body unfortunately right and um, people see the floor and they open and you're like your head was so far ahead of the rest of your body so don't yeah like that wasn't head. a good idea right. <laughs> because once i started doing that i was like oh this makes more sense like i just don't need to track where i'm going because i just need to trust my body and the way that i'm feeling the hip rotation and i'm actually feeling the pull because From if you flagella. yes because if you look when you're upside down like if you're tricking outside and you stare at the sky when you do something you at least for me it throws off my orientation because i'm just like oh that's the floor and i'm like oh wait that's not the floor that was mm. my o-balls moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that is straight up an o-balls moment when yeah. you're looking at the wrong thing and you're like hmm that doesn't seem right you're like now i don't know what's happening <laughs> at all and then you're just flailing in space and hoping for the best right especially if you're expecting to see one thing and then you don't and you go huh <laughs> interesting <laughs> Got like when I did the double full ball out where I went too high and I over gauged how hard I needed to push and just scorpioned. Oh yeah. god, that thought I broke my back. That was yeah. so bad. <laughs> god. Um, but yeah, court progression. Yeah. <laughs> you always get off track with things. You'll so, I mean, be fine. So like what like what like we said, it's just really focusing on the progression, like any build up skills like nines, even doing like understanding b-twist even if you don't get b-twist but understanding how it feels like if you just have a strong gainer but you don't have a strong enough b-twist to twist it but you understand how it feels that can help you get your cork because it is the same rotation it's just a it's a slightly different axis but the rotation doesn't actually change like at all so it's just understanding how it swings and how it goes into it is a little bit different just to like, exactly yeah because like chris said originally it was swing b-twist so why wouldn't it help to understand b-twist even if you're not thinking about landing it right now just like doing it into a foam but doing it onto a mat doing it onto the floor doing it onto your like the grass something to start understanding like how it feels because then all of a sudden you're gonna be like okay i'm gonna start going for cork and i'm gonna think oh in my head i'm going to kick up and i'm gonna turn my shoulder early and then just think of it like a b-twist right okay that yeah, works then very, clean it up true. in the future Right. And, and I mean, that's basically a B-twist variation. That's like a way to think of things that give you big jumps. Um, one last thing that I want to say is like learning any twisting skills, especially single twisting and in tricking, when you're trying to go say like cork to cork or even B-twist to B-twist, 
you're taking off of, so if I'm a left twister, I'm taking off of my left foot, I'm gonna land on my left foot again. So learning switching skills. So I learning this, I, looking back, I would definitely have learned a G switch if I wanted to make it stick because then I yeah. understand how to drive my foot to the floor and eagle, which makes it significantly more efficient. So if I had been able to cork and open up onto my leg, like basically by having a G switch down, I would have had yeah. the full ending of the skill. Down yeah, back. so it and wouldn't have been as afraid for that part. Right, I would have had gainer and the ending, which would be gainer switch. They would have, I, so now all I need to do is that twisting motion, which I got from B-twist. It would have been a much, much cleaner fork and my B-twist would have been able to open up. Um, so that's another thing I would have tossed in there if I was like working on keeping that skill. Yeah, so I mean, look at that, like six different ways to learn a cork. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it took me, like, look at the video punch right there. I mean, it took me three minutes and 41 seconds of actual movement to learn to learn all three of these skills from scratch. And then, uh, but you know, over eight minutes when I was, you know, just doing just stuff in there, just in there. So wild, it's wild. So that is actually apply this wild. stuff. Yeah. Apply this stuff and uh, trust, trust the changes, trust what you already know and ask coaches because knowledge is one of the missing points. Uh, yes. Body controls the second. So that's why coaches work. Ooh, interesting. Maybe we'll do an episode on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. All right. With that, we will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's under more. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast on Instagram. And C H R I S P Y underscore T R I X. That's crispy tricks on Instagram. And I also have another YouTube channel, Tricks Fix, T R I X space F I X, for more tutorials and other things. And we'll see you guys next time.